Okay, guys, we're at the top of Daf Chelim and Aleph at the two dots, about five lines now. The Mishnah says, "Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Amrim, be'echa be'tishrei." Okay, the first of Tishrei. We're talking about Maaser Behima, I think we're talking about. So, so Amr Rabbi Yochanan, the Shnehem Bikra Echad Rishu. So Rabbi Yochanan says, both of Rabbi Meir and the and uh, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, they learned from one the same pasuk. Here's a question: How do you interpret the pasuk? Shemar. The pasuk says as follows in Tehillah. It says like this: There's three parts of the pasuk. Lav Shukarim Hatzon. The 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 sheep are wearing pillows. Okay, Rashi explains that's a euphemism for are pregnant. Okay, and the valleys are uh, like dressed in bar is grain. They they uh, trumpet. They even sing. Okay, that's meant to be probably like a, an, an, if the wind sort of like passes through the grain fields. So maybe you hear like the rustling of the grain or something like that. You hear some type of like quote unquote singing. So Rabbi Meir Savar, Rabbi Meir holds When is it that? Remember, just like sorry, just read the machloket. So Rabbi Meir says that the Echa Be'Elul is the version from Asa Behima, and Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon say it's a it's Rabbi Meir is the other opinion. Yeah, well he's a Tanakama, so we assume Rabbi Meir is not Kama. So Rabbi Meir um, says, let's play. Sorry. If we look at the pasuk this way, when is it that the uh, sheep are pregnant? The time when the valleys have grain. When is it that the valleys, the valleys are uh, are dressed in, in grain? The adar. Okay, that's an adar. Now, if that's the case, so the animals are pregnant in uh, in adar. So meet abrod be adar. Okay, so the animals become pregnant in adar. Then five months. Later, the the, the, the is assuming. I think this is true that the sheep. Um, uh, have gestation in five months, so they give birth in Av, and then Rosh Hashanah Shalom Elul. So then, right away, you have Rosh Hashanah right after that. Okay, that's Elul. Makes sense. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, no, they understand the pasuk slightly differently. In my time of Shukarim Matzon, when is it that the sheep are pregnant? Bisman. Now skip the middle part of the pasuk. Shayitroahu Afyashiru. As a time when the grain is trumpeting, even singing. Okay, and now Eimatai Shibolim Omrot Shira. When is it that the stalks say a Shira? Meaning, when is it? I think they have to be a little more stiff, a little more like a full of grain, and that's where you'll get like the real rustling, you know, singy sound. That is Benisan. That's not going to happen until Nisan, a month later. And then we're saying Mitabro Benisan Yodo Be'Elul. So they have uh, become pregnant in Nisan five months later Elul, and then Rosh Hashanah Tishrei. Okay, so that, that works out nicely. It's just so, so again, the question is, what's the emphasis? Are you looking? Are you, are you saying when is the uh, the pregnancy is connected to when there's basically like the grain starts to grow, or is it the pregnancy connect, uh, connected to when the grain is much more uh, mature and therefore making this sound? So what's uh, Rabbi Meir going to do? He also has the part of the pasuk that says that they uh, trumpet and sing. So it's who Balfalta. Okay, that's for the later grain. The Havyan Binisan that happens in Nisan. But in the second opinion, they recognize that there's also this part about the valley being full of the grain. That's the early grain, which comes already by Adar. So quite just sort of like, which is the, which is the, you know, the Ikar, and what's the Tafel here, and the Pasuk, what's the main part, what's the secondary part? So that's how it works. So the says so. Bishmala Rabbi Meir, Kiddushti, Babshukari Matzon, Bizmasha, Makimat Vubar, Vikanami, throw off Yeshiro. Meaning, the, the sequencing of the Pasuk works very nicely for Rabbi Meir, who says, Babshukari Matzon, when is that? That's the next part of the puzzle. Like when Amakim Bar, when the uh, valleys have uh, grain. And there's also this extra thing that, like, you know, in some, you know, some examples, you throw off Yeshiru. 
They, they should flip the pasuk, right? They should be, and then the next part of the pasuk should be Right. So the third part of the pasuk, which for them is like the main part, should be flipped to the second part of the pasuk. That's not like that. So it doesn't work so well. I mean, this explanation of the machlokes of Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Meir versus Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon doesn't work so great for Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon because for them, the way they're reading the pasuk just doesn't seem to flow so well. So Ellis, rather because of that, Amar Rabbi Rabbi says it's a little bit differently. Okay, no, everyone agrees that read it straight up. The animals become pregnant, that's the time when there's grain in the fields, and that's an adar. Okay, that's everyone agrees that. Now, what they're really arguing about is the following positive. So they read all that positive the same. What was they arguing about? Aser to Aser. Okay, it says in the Varim Yudal, Aser to Aser, the double language there, right? The Pasuk is talking about two types of Maaser. One is the tide of the new animals, and one is the tide of the grain. Now, Rabbi Meir says, let's make a juxtaposition now, you see, because of Aser to Aser, assuming it means two different types of grain, so you see a juxtaposition there. So we're going to compare now Masar Bema to Masar Dagan. Ma Masar Dagan, Samuch Legomro, Isuro, just like when it comes to the, the tithe of the grain, close to when it's completed is when it's tied. Okay? So, Av Masar Bema, Samuch Legomro, Isuro, so so do Masar Bema, close to when it's completed, it's Isuro, meaning that Masar Dagan is going to be, um, what we say, Rashi uh, mm-hmm. says, is Tishrei. Okay, Tishrei is the is the uh, is the Rashi for that because that's when it's basically finished, right? The Chal Kasif, you gather the grain in, and boom, that's when the Maser is recognized. So Maser Bema as well, assuming that the animals become pregnant in Adar, they give birth in Av, and then close to when that happens, when they're ready to go, that's when the Maser is. That's when the Rashi Shama is. Excuse me, right? And therefore, that would be Rosh Chodesh Elul. That's where the Mary's opinion. Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Shimon, Sabrei, Mekish Maser Bema, the Maser Degan. They also think there's a juxtaposition, but a slightly different one, or at least for a different purpose. So fine, they're ready to go in Av. I mean, they're born in Av. Okay, you have all of Elul, where like you're basically not really uh, recognizing that. Okay, that's that's fine. Like that's just not when we recognize Rosh Hashanah. So we write new to Rosh Hashanah in Tishrei. Okay, so that explains the Machloka again, based on the same pasuk originally in Tehillim, but really based on the issue of Aser. Is there any, is you that, you you um, what do we pass like? I think we say, uh, I think we say like the, let's see, let's go back to the Mishnah. What does it say here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's by Rabbi Shimon. That's the English by this. That's Okay. Let me end up with three Rosh Hashanim. Okay, you can also say that. There's only three dates in the Mishnah. Wait a minute. What do you mean by that? Like without, then we have Echad now the next piece was the Shanim. He said the first Tishrei is the first for years. The Gemara says What's the halacha? Amar Papa Lishtarot. It is for documents. Ditnan, as we learned uh, earlier, Shtarei Chov Hamukdamin Sulim. Right, that the um, predated documents are disqualified, are, are invalid. Vamucharin, Kshirin, and uh, delayed ones, posted ones are kosher. Right? We mentioned that before, talking about the issue of achrayut um, and liens on property. Right, so if you're pre- predating things, it's problematic. If you post it, it's not a problem. Um, okay, so that's where you have to have dates on the on the stuff. 
v'hatnan. But we learned in the Mishnah, ve'echa ben Nisan, Mishnah, ve'echa ben Nisan, Roshan, the Lemelachim. He said the first of Nisan, not Tishrei. The first of Nisan, Roshan, the first of Kings. Ramina lo ma'yochde. We said, what's the halacha? Who cares what the king, what the Roshan for Kings is? Amar Chista lishtarot. And he said the same thing. The first tarot. So what's going on here? You have one, and we just said Roshan for Shanim is because of tarot. And also we have Roshan for Melachim is tarot. And yet the Two Rosh Hashanah are different. One's Tishrei and one is Nisan. So what's going to be the answer? So we'll say it. The Gemara says, Lokasha, Kalamachi Yisrael, Kalamachi Matolam. One's for the Jewish kings, we said that's Nisan, and one's for the non Jewish kings, which we said is Tishrei. Allah, however, the Gemara says, Hadam Rebchisa, Rebchisa said, Boshanu Ela Lamachi Yisrael. So this was only taught by Malchi Yisrael, Ela Lamachi Umoto Olam, Mi Tishrei Maninan. But this statement was, right, Rebchisa made this point. That was early. We had another way back in Daf, uh, what was it? Daf Gimel, it um, That he made this point. No, this is not about Malchi Yisrael, but Malchi Umoto Olam from Tishrei. So Rebchisa Matnit and Atal Ashminan. What's Rebchisa then teaching us the Mishnah? Meaning, again, let's explain it like this. Rebchisa made a point earlier that I tried to explain what's happening in the Mishnah by saying, no, 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 this. This whole thing is only true for Malchai Yisrael, that Echa ben Nisan is the Rosh Hashanah. But you should know that for Malchai Umat Olam, it's a different Rosh Hashanah, and it is uh, the first of uh, Tishrei. But now the Gemara is saying, based on our understanding of the rest of the Mishnah, is that when it says that Echa ben Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Shtarot, excuse me, for Shanim, and we said essentially that Shtarot, so fundamentally the Mishnah itself is making this distinction between Malchi Yisrael and Malchi Umat Olam. So why is Rav Chisa, why would he need to make that statement if he just trying to teach us a Mishnah? So Gemara says, lo. That's not what he's, no, not at all. Rav Chisa kroi atalashmin. No, Rav Chisa is actually just trying to ex- explain psukim to us. Okay, Rashi says, meaning that the psukim that were that we analyzed to talk about all the different things, that's what he was really trying to instruct us about. And, and so don't get don't get bogged down the halacha gizur. He's not trying to you know restate the mission at all. He's just trying to explain how the psukim work. Be by name, alternatively, Maybe alternatively, you can say Rav Chisa teaches it like Rabbi Zera. I mean, he understands the mission like Rav Zera. Rabbi Zera, Amar Liskufa. Rabbi Zera says no. When it comes to Echa B'Tishrei, it's not about Shtarot at all. It's about Tkufa. Tkufa means like the seasons. Okay, the seasons. For Rabbi Lazar, and that's according to Rabbi Lazar, the Amar B'Tishrei Nivra Ha'olam. This is a famous Machloka. When was the world actually created? Tishrei or Nisan? So Rabbi Lazar, so this is Baal of Rabbi Lazar, who says Tishrei is when the world was created, and that's sort of our whole calendar system is based off of a starting point of Tishrei. What is what is Rav Chista says that? So it'd be that Rav Chista could hold like that, and then that's the case. Rav Chista holds like that, and then the second um, thing about <laughs> Being for Shanim would have nothing to do with Milachim, kings, meaning for Umat Olam, it would have to do with Kufa. And if that's the case, then he does have to tell us that special halachic point about the year, the new year for the king, is that Echab and is only for the Jewish kings and not for non Jewish kings. Okay? Okay. Rav Nachman Bar Yisrael Amar Lidin. Rav Nachman Bar Yisrael has a different interpretation. He says the reason, the, the point of the, of the uh, of Shanim is for Din, for uh, judgment. I shouldn't say Shanim. Sorry. is not for Shanim. It's for it's for Din. What does that mean? Uh, yeah, that's what I just said. Sorry, I just missed it. Yeah. He needs for judgment, meaning that Rosh Hashanah is a time of judgment, like we say. Like this is what we say. But the, the, the first of Tishrei is a Yom Hadin. That's what he's saying. You can see there's a little, uh, you know, English uh, right here. But it says, May Rishit Hashanah Vad Achrit Shanah. The beginning of the year to the end of the year. May Rishit Hashanah Nidon Mayehe Bisafa. What that means to tell us is, at the beginning of the year, we're judged on what will be in the end of the year. Okay, so that's the idea of 
Tishrei, or so Tishrei being uh, the Rosh Hashanah as we know it. So it's the first time we see them. So Mar says, Mimai de Tishrei who? From when do we know that that's actually Tishrei? And it just says, Mary Shita Shana da Afri Shana. How do you know that's Tishrei? Tishrei, because the says, Tikhu Bachoda Shofar, the Kesselayom Chagenu. It says the famous Pazak of the Hillam, right? You said this uh, a bunch of times over the course of Rosh Hashanah, right? Blow in the, the Shofar in the month, the Kesselayom, when it's covered, the Yom Chagenu, when, uh, for our holiday. Ezel Chag, this is going to be for a second. Ezel uh, Chag. That's weird. My Gemara has a. Can I borrow your Gemara for a second? My Gemara has a Tani here. It's a misprint. I apologize. So weird. What's the uh, the month where it's Kesef, where the the uh, the moon is basically covered because it's not. It's like a, it's a it's a new moon. Haviomer is there Rosh Hashanah. That's Rosh Hashanah. And it says right after It's a chok and a mishpat, meaning there's an indication of. Dean, there's like a judgment that has associated with that, and therefore we say that's the holiday, right? That holiday, that's the beginning of uh, of Tishrei, is a holiday where there's going to be judgment, and that's the Yom Din that we associate with Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so we'll stop there.